Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. You don't understand. This is a liar. How can you think that I'm her dad, but we both look exactly the same age? We do not look the same age. I was being kind. Wait, I'm going to hypnotize him. I hereby christen this mutton Barbie camper. Priscilla, queen of the desert. Hello and welcome to this episode of Pop Goes the Tam Tam. In this episode, we will be discussing theories around the 2023 Doctor Who Christmas special, The Church on Ruby Road. For this episode, I am of course joined by a very special guest. Announce yourself special guest. Hello, it's me, Tamsin's mum. And you were saying earlier that you wanted to jazz up your intro. I did. Wow. Wow. I mean, Cohort uh, Corner are probably... <laughs> that's the best thing they've ever heard. I give value for money. Exactly. And I pay you nothing, so... Yeah, yeah you are. <laughs> I said it all. I've realised I've forgotten how to do... <laughs> I've forgotten to do a synopsis. Okay, bear with me, dear listener. I'm just going to do a synopsis now. Pretend this is much better than it actually is. Long ago, on Christmas Eve, a baby was abandoned in the snow. Today, Ruby Sunday meets the Doctor, Goblin's stolen babies, and perhaps the secret of her birth. Synopsis achieved! Before we go any further, I just have to say how excited I am by the prospect of the 15th Doctor. I'm looking forward to it too. It looks like it's going to be a good run. So in preparation for this episode, we actually watched both trailers. So there's the trailer that's on the official Doctor Who YouTube channel. And there's also the Disney Plus trailer and I have to say I feel for what we're actually attempting to do the theories the Disney Plus one was better because it gave you more details yeah I'd agree maybe it gave you too many details so let's just jump straight into the theories so I am guessing that Ruby Sunday is the baby that we see the doctor with in the Disney Plus trailer yep The reason why she's called Ruby is because this episode is called The Church on Ruby Road, which is where I believe that she was left as a baby. So she was either left there by the doctor or left there by that hooded figure that the doctor follows to take the baby and that she was found on a Sunday. So that gives her her Sunday nickname. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that's that's what it is. I think the unknowns will be why Ruby was left there, who left her there, and what prompted the Doctor into making the choice of picking her up himself and taking her away from the church. Did he take her away from the church, in fact? If, if her name is Ruby Sunday, he probably didn't. No, he probably left her there. Yeah. Yeah. In this episode, from the spoilers that I have come across, it seems to be a lot about Ruby's ancestry, for instance, Davina McCall, who's a TV presenter in the UK, who's got a show about tracing your roots, is going to be in this one. And Ruby's going to be on there to try and trace her roots and find out who her family are. My question is, could she be someone? And by that, I mean, could she be an alien? Was she a normal baby? Or is she someone? No, I think it's a red herring. You think it's a red herring? So you think she's just a baby? Not just a baby, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I think it's a red herring. And I think that 
She might be someone, but I don't think she's anyone connected with the TARDIS. So we also see the Doctor and Ruby in a nightclub where the Doctor is busting some moves that we've never seen him bust before. Some moves? Because we all remember what the 11th Doctor danced like. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you can't That's tell me... About. Well, there was no movement below the belt. That was the problem. <laughs> it was all arms. <laughs> so it's nice to see that the Doctor has regenerated with some rhythm. Well done. <laughs> So my question is, do we think that the nightclub is happening before they meet or after they meet? And if it's before, does that mean that the Doctor's kind of been keeping tabs on Ruby the way he did with Clara? Nice idea. Also, could the nightclub be a converted church? My God, I didn't think of that. Yeah, you're right, it could be, couldn't it? Yeah, because it's got those two levels. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because what if it isn't even a church anymore? Yeah. I didn't think of that. That's so clever. I love it. And I also want to say, I really liked their outfits. So I really liked Ruby's sort of t-shirt with dress that felt very 90s. It wasn't 90s. It really was. But it was very on trend for today, for the young. (laughs) And I loved his kilt. Yeah. <laughs> so, taking it all the way back to our very first episodes, which was when we, I would say, forensically took apart and discussed the best and worst costumes in Doctor Who. And if you haven't heard that, go back into our library and listen to them. They're good lessons. Something we really, really wanted was a wardrobe for the Doctor. And we've got it. This feels like the 15th Doctor is going to have a wardrobe that is akin to the 12th and the 3rd. And I'm so excited for it. Yes, so am I. In fact, I've read articles where Shuti Gatwa actually said that he really liked the 3rd Doctor's wardrobe. 3rd Doctor's your favourite? Well, his clothes are. That's what I meant. Yes. (laughs) If I could dress as any Doctor, it would be the 3rd because he just looks amazing. He looks like he's just come back from doing a speech at the Rotary Club and then sometimes he looks like he's come back from the opera in the, you know, 1840s. And I absolutely, I am here for it. It is great. (laughs) And the fact that Shuti Gatwa said that that was his favourite sort of costumes, yes. I'm even more on board for this. (laughs) (laughs) Although I will say, and this is with a slight note of hesitation, is that as good as Shuti's costumes appear to be, Ruby's are giving me Clara Oswald. Yeah, I think that as well. Especially when she's climbing up the ladder. The skirt. The skirt. But the whole, just the whole sort of ensemble. Those pieces that we saw Clara wear over and over again. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Clara has got the best wardrobe of new Who companions. But for me, I don't know whether this feels a bit dated. I think it's very dated. I mean, I liked what she was wearing in the nightclub. I thought that was really nice. But then we cut to her outside and it's it feels I don't know that score it's just giving me the ick and I don't know why because it's awful and also can I just say another thing 
why can't we have companions in trousers again? I know that you'll say, oh, it's something for the dads, go and say it. Well, it is. It's, it'll be it's something for the dads, isn't it? But I just... Please give us trousers. Give or us at, trousers. Or at least culottes. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because I always think culottes are a bit... But yeah, culottes. Because, I mean, that's what the 13th Doctor was wearing, basically. Mm, culottes are very on trend. Yeah, I mean, I think any trouser that isn't skinny is on trend, let's be honest. Because we all hate the skinny <laughs> jean. And I've been seeing a lot of comments online where people are like, oh... Ruby is giving me rose energy, but I looked at her and I just thought, well, just change her hair to brown and it's kind of Clara's uniform. Yeah, and she's very petite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we know that the Doctor likes a short queen, which is the term I'm bringing in. Because okay. if a short king, we need a short queen. I don't know if that's a term that already exists. <laughs> but if not, TM here. <laughs> that leads me perfectly into the short queen that is Janice Goblin. Do you think that they're aliens or do you think they're fairy folk? Well, I really hope they're fairy folk. So do I. Because I'm tired where Doctor Who debunks it by going, they're not ghosts, they're gaseous life forms from another planet. No, just give us ghosts. Give us ghosts, give us goblins, give us supernatural stuff. It doesn't all have to always be aliens. No, because that's just dull. Yeah, exactly. And it takes the magic away. And also it means that we have an alien invasion every 0.5 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just exhausting. <laughs> I think... Oh, well, yes. Yes, obviously. I mean, implausible. You know, the implausibility. But I have to say... I love these little goblins. They're so cute and terrifying at the same time. They are. And I love anything that manages to be cute and terrifying. And this one with a patch. Yeah, oh, well, you know how I feel about eye patches. I do. So I'm guessing from what we saw on the trailer that Ruby was destined to be seasoned and eaten by the goblins. Mm, yes. You did mention about how would it feed all those goblins, though, a baby. Well, let's get into that because in the goblin song that is rising up the charts and it's it for children in need. So if you can, I would download it. Just get it to number one. Get the charity money in. <laughs> Also, I'd love to see how they cope with it. If they do any musical performances live, what will that look like? But how is that one baby going to feed all them goblins? I mean, they were talking about making goblin butter for scones. They were talking... I mean, the way that they were talking about this baby was as if it was a feast. But we know it's just heading towards the big goblin, the goblin king. What are they even talking about? They might as well just get a cheeky Nando's. That'd feed more <laughs> of them. You suggested soup. Yeah, it's it's one or two things. It's either soup or they've got very small appetites. Or is it the goblin king's poo? Well, I thought that as well. <laughs> I didn't like to say. But then wouldn't they just be singing a song about, we can't wait to eat his poo? <laughs> speechless I am <laughs> in reference to the goblin king so first of all why doesn't he look like the other goblins and secondly why does he look like Jabba the Hutt <laughs> well I think he looks like Jabba the Hutt because of his baby diet right as we know babies are high in obviously Jabba fat right okay <laughs> and secondly I can't answer that <laughs> why he doesn't look like the others it sort of overwhelms. When you see the trailer 
And then you see the thick bit. That's all you can think. Why is he like Jabba the Hutt? That's true. Disney money. I've got to say, I felt a bit of Disney money in the song, actually. Because <laughs> I can't stop. It's still playing in my head. <laughs> Subliminals. I know. Because <laughs> they do that quite well, don't they, Disney? <laughs> yeah. I think so, yeah. I think that's a myth. Really? Yeah. Okay. This is this has gone down a tangent, hasn't it? We've we've got we've gone off off piste somewhat. We're nowhere near the slope. No, we're, we're not now. Off. We're, we're avalanche territory. Now. <laughs> well, I was thinking we've gone from the slope, so we're now in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> we've got our <laughs> ski equipment on. <laughs> oh, actually, that's in my mind. While I just talk about ski equipment, wouldn't it be great if the White Lotus, the next one, was set in a ski resort? <laughs> just. Throwing it out there. <laughs> I'm not sure there's anything else to add other than we know that Jinx Monsoon is going to be in the series for the 15th Doctor. And we've had this musical element from the Goblins. And I'm just going to say it. Are we going to have more music in this? And oh, how do you feel about it? I don't like that. You don't like it? No. It's, I mean, my... One of my biggest fears about the future of Doctor Who is that it's going to veer away from Doctor Who, the essence of Doctor Who more and more, with these sort of entertainment bits and singing and stuff. I mean, I don't like having current celebrities appearing on Doctor Who. That was your problem with Davina McCall, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. I, it, it dates so quickly, and it's also very cringy, I think. Yeah, because you wanted to mention about... The Weakest Link? The, in, yeah. Um, now, which incarnation of the it was the was night doctor yeah yeah that was and then there was another one with big brother that was the that same, was the same episode, episode. <laughs> yeah. that was the biggest fail i guess yeah because and they had that how did look good naked which i had to google because i had no idea what it was when i watched the episode oh yeah and i think well we wouldn't would we i think that's the problem they don't stand the test of time no and in my personal opinion, I think they're pointless. Yeah. I mean, I guess the Big Brother one is always kind of going to be relevant because there's been so many stories that have kind of picked up on that. I mean, if you look at something like The Hunger Games, essentially that's set in a Big Brother's type scenario where all these children are killing each other, but it's under the guise of these cameras that are watching them 24-7. Mm. And outside, there's a whole narrative being built around which ones they want to survive. So it's gladiatorial, isn't it? Yeah, but with cameras. With so cameras, it's gladiators yeah. with Solent Green is people mm. and Big Brother. So Big Brother is one of those things that's always kind of relevant. However... I agree with you. I think the weakest link, I think maybe this Davina McCall thing, are people going to remember it in two years' time? Are they going to remember it in ten years' time? Oh, definitely not. Okay, so on that slight note of caution, I haven't got anything else to add, have you? No. Okay, then. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I saw my baby crying